Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav, and today it's just me because I did the other two episodes, uh, the other two books um, that goes along with this episode, and like all by myself. And so I honestly didn't want the husband on this episode because I didn't want to have to explain to him what has already happened in the other two books, which I kind of will, but it's just more complicated. You know what I'm saying? So if you are confused, definitely go back and listen to episodes 67 and 68. That's book one and two by Lucy Score. Then you'll kind of remember what these books are about. I had to go back and listen to a couple parts of them because I couldn't remember certain like key things in the story um, in order to read this third book. And this third book did come out, I want to say last month. And I did read it last month, like right when it came out. But then just the different episodes that I wanted to do, especially with husband being on the the podcast, um, it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And now here I am. (laughs) Now we are going to be talking about Things We Left Behind, which is the Knock Em Out book three from Lucy Score. But before we do, I want to do a little housekeeping. Uh, Like usual, I feel like um, I I like to talk about books that are coming out, books that I've read, books like TBR, did not finish. Like, I just like to keep you guys updated at the beginning of every episode. And so then we can, you know, kind of plan the next couple podcast episodes and, and just go from there. Like, I just, I feel like we got to keep up with each other, if that makes sense. Um, the first one, I'm so mad. I'm so mad that I didn't realize it came out at the beginning of this month. But Wildfire by Hannah Grace, she's the one that had her debut novel, um, Icebreaker. And I didn't realize that the second book came out at the beginning of October until I was listening to a different podcast and they were interviewing Hannah Grace and they were talking about that book. And I was like, oh my gosh, uh, I haven't picked it up yet. So I am going to start reading that one um, and then hopefully do an episode on it because, I mean, I remember I did like Icebreaker. There were, of course, some things that... I didn't really like but overall it was a really good book and so I'm excited to read the second book Uh, I don't know if they're related at all I need to look at that Um, but I'm excited to read this second book of Hannah Grace Um, the one that I did just read I don't know how I found it honestly I can't remember you guys know I don't have the best of memory but it's called How Does It Feel by Janine O'Reilly and this is like an obsessive they they put it in the category of like obsessive fae which it was and it it kind of tossed me really it did like I at the beginning there's a strong female character love that I mean she's strong throughout all of it um and she's just she's quirky and I like that and she was a little bit different she was a, a she's obsessed with like Um, butterflies and moths and biology like she's just obsessed with that and I love that she's very career-minded and then um, she had an instance when she was young that she like got like sliced from like a little fairy and so she's been trying to find these like fae or fairies this whole time and they're like related to these moths and so she goes into like this fairy ring and she gets transported to like the unseelie like the fae and from there it it was good I'm trying to find the right word for it. It was very, like, brutal. Like, there was a lot of... I want to use the word crude, 
but it's not like a, a laughing crude, like when people make like laughing crude jokes. It's like a, a crude, almost like makes you sick, like these actions happen. There's definitely trigger warnings for it. Um, and I was surprised and I was like, oh, okay. But I kept reading. Um, and then, yeah, this Faye is very like brutal towards her, kind of like torture and just like really hates her and really makes her go through like all these brutal things. And then he figures out that he like is obsessed with her. Like he loves her. He's He just is so protective and so like uh, enough that it like causes this war. And But then there's like this really big twist at the end that it's like, okay, did she know about this? Or uh, like... It's not going to make sense until unless you read it, but it's like she doesn't know about this twist at the end, but then there's like another twist and she really does know what's happening and what she's there for. And it just like kind of blew my mind twice where I was like, wait, does she know? No, she doesn't know. But wait, she does know. Like, I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It, it definitely surprised me. I'm going to say that. Would I recommend? I wouldn't recommend it to my mom and sister, honestly. Um, but I would recommend it if you do like Faye, if you do kind of like the dark romance. It is a dark romance for sure. It's a dark romance. Um, so if you like that, like an obsessive Faye, like the Unseelie, I would recommend it. It was it was really solid. I think the second one is coming out February. Mm, it might be. It might be quicker than that, um, but I want to say it's February. Maybe I'm thinking of a different book. Um, so, yeah, I did read that. And then I mentioned this last week, uh, the Full Measure series by Rebecca Yaros. That is what my mom and sister are reading. My my sister read the first one, the Full Measure, and she was like, yeah, cried. Uh, and she's starting the second one. She said that she was going to start it last week, but she hasn't had time. So she's starting it tonight. And then my mom is starting full measure tomorrow. Uh, she's like, I can't, I can't read it tonight because I'm, I'm most likely going to cry and I have to go to this dinner party. And so I will read it tomorrow when I can cry. I'm like, that's smart. Like you, you got to figure out your schedule of when you can cry. <laughs> Um, I have read the, let's see, three books. So Full Measure, Eyes Turn Skyward, Beyond What Is Given. I've read those ones. Um, the second and third one, I didn't cry in. Um, they were really good. I really liked those characters. I think the third one, well, the first one definitely was a favorite. I think my very favorite of all of them is the third one. Um, and then I think I'm going to skim through the fourth one just because it goes back to the first characters in like the first book, which I'm fine with, but I just don't really care enough to continue their story. But I think something happens in it to cause the fifth book that I'm going to skim through it to make sure I don't like miss any huge plot twists or like or character development deaths. I don't want to say deaths, but I think there might be a death in that book. Uh, so then, yeah, going to skim through that so then I can read the next one, which is The Reality of Everything. And it really just, this whole series is just so good. It's so solid. If you are looking for a military romance book, and it just, this this is the series, honestly. It is so good. It's so solid. Like, the characters are great. Like, there are a lot of frustrations. Like, in the third book, I was really mad, like, with some of these choices. Like, it makes you feel emotion. It makes you, like, root for them. It makes you, like, right there with them. 
as they go through like their different life changes and it just it breaks your heart in a lot of moments it it really does make you feel a lot of emotions in this series and that's why I think I just love it so much is because it really just makes you feel like you're there with the characters and you can see like the characters grow and change and become like beautiful people and just it's just really great I I highly recommend that series and I did start last night, um, Dear Stranger by Winter Renshaw, um, which is the third book in her Hate Notes series. And so far, I really like it. I think I got to like chapter five before I went to bed. And it just, I love this series from her. It is so good as well. And then Liz Tom Ford just came out with her third book. I think it is the third book. Yes, to the Mile High series. Um she it's called caught up um that one just came out so i'm excited to start that one as well and then what i kind of mentioned last episode and the episode before that that's the thing i can't remember what i say when i'm on the episode with the husband <laughs> like i don't write things down when i should um so i think i'm pretty sure i mentioned some of this but not to the extent that i'm going to so with jennifer armantrout um, the A Fire in the Flesh, which is the third book um, with Nyctos and Sarah, like his consort, that one's coming out October 31st. And then I saw, this is, uh, this is kind of crazy. Okay. So I saw that third book is coming out. Um, and then I saw there's a fourth book to it. It's called Born of Blood and Ash, which I'm like, okay, that goes to the first series with like poppy so i'm like okay something's gonna happen that one comes out may 7th but then i was looking um and there is this book that's coming out in february um it's called vision of flesh and fire no so sorry vision of flesh and blood a blood and ash slash flesh and fire com compendium I don't know what compendium is. I meant to look it up. Let me just look it up right now. Please hold. Compendium meaning a collection of concise but detailed information about a particular subject, especially in a book or other publication. Okay, so I'm wondering if that's going to basically tell us like the histories, maybe some characters where they came from, maybe, I don't know, like a combination of what happened with like the different gods and how they ended up or what kind of was in sync, you know, I think that's probably what's going to happen. So that comes out in February. So before the fourth book um, of the like flesh and fire series. So that's going to be really interesting to see those books come out and what they kind of are about. Um, but I, I'm really excited, but also kind of like, because uh, just to get back into that world and to remember every single like character and who did what and what means this and like where this is and that guy's a good guy now but this guy's a bad guy like it's just it's so like it's so deep and so complicated to get back into that world that it's kind of tiring because I feel like I almost have to reread like two or three of the books just to remember, okay, this is where we left off. This is why I was so like crazy about this. This was exciting. Like just the little things that I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to like start. Let's see. Actually. Okay. So this is in like a week, October 31st. Um, it's like a week and a half. So we have like two weeks to reread um am I gonna reread those other three books 
Um, actually, though, there's only two books. I can read two books. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll read those first two books again, just so that I am aware of like all the details of what's going on. Um, so that we can have like a full picture of the third book going into it. Cause I'm not going to expect you guys to go and re-listen to like the other episodes with like the first and second book. I will go and reread those. So then we can get kind of all caught up before we start the third book. Um, but yeah, feel free to read those along with me, uh, so that we can get all the details. And if I miss something like really important, please let me know. Um, because yeah, I, <laughs> I want to make sure that we are all prepared for this world and, just what's going to happen with that. Um, I do have exciting news. Um, so I just finished a book. It's called Maybe Once, Maybe Twice by Allison Rose Greenberg. And that was one of the books that was sent to me about a week ago um, to like review and talk about. And I'm hoping it's looking like it's panning out that I am going to be interviewing Allison hopefully next week. And going to have her on the podcast, which I'm so excited about. Um, she has released two books, one last year and then this one um, that just came out in October. Um, and I loved it. I, it was like un, unlike anything that I've read. It's contemporary, um, but it was beautiful. Like just how everything was set up and like the characters and like the relationships. It, it was unlike anything that I've read. And so I'm really excited to talk to her about it. And if you wanted to pick it up, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful book. Um, once It's called Maybe Once, Maybe Twice. Um, just wanted to repeat that so that you don't have to rewind. But yeah, it was I highly recommend that book. It was really good. OK, so let's get into this book three from Lucy's score, Things We Left Behind. Yes, I would recommend this series to my sister. I think I've ha I've done that multiple times and she's like, OK, it's on my list. Like, I want to read these other books that you've said. I'm like, OK, but. I need you to read faster. <laughs> Just kidding. I know she has four kids and I completely understand. And so I don't like push or pressure. Um, but when there's like a really crazy good one, like full measure, I'm like, oh my gosh, drop everything. I don't even care. Like read it while you're making dinner. I don't care. So for my mom, I think she would maybe like it. I don't think that honestly she would read it but unless my sister like confirmed like yes mom please read it I feel like that's what has to happen is that um I have my sister read a book and if she really likes it and if she says to my mom like yes you have to read it then my mom does that's what happened with fourth wing because she saw that me and my sister and then my sister-in-law were both like oh my gosh and she was like oh, okay okay I'll read it so I think it, it takes a little bit for her to read something um, and multiple people for her to say to read it before she does actually read it um, so yeah I, I don't think that this series would be something that she would pick up but to get into it just to remind you this third book we are going to be talking about Sloan who is um, the librarian and we're going to be talking about Lucian who Lucian is the third best friend to Knox and Nash and their books were like one and two about their stories and so um, Sloan and Lucian have known each other since they're around like 15 or 16 years old and um, this book opens up that Sloane is at her dad's funeral, which is really sad, honestly. Um, her dad passed away from cancer, um, and he was like an attorney, a coach, a mentor, a father, just like all around perfect guy. And um, he 
he and his wife, so Sloan's parents, basically took Lucian in because his dad was very, very abusive, like physically, emotionally, like just abusive to him and to his uh, mom. And so sometimes Sloan would hear like his dad, like Lucian's dad, like yell at him at, at night. And then he, she would watch and see like Lucian come out of the house and just kind of take a breather. And I think like he... I think the first interaction they had, he like threw a rock at the fence or something and she like yelled at him like, hey, don't do that uh, before she even really, really thought about it. And so then he like climbed up her window, like her tree and window and started talking that way. And um, he is very popular at school and they don't talk at school at all, um, even once their friendship like grows and she is not very she's not popular I guess she's just normal (laughs) and um so they don't yeah they don't talk at school or anything but that first night they were talking a little bit and then her mom calls up and says like ask the boy who climbed through your window if he wants to stay for dinner um so her parents are just aware of everything and they are the type of parents that I want me and the husband to be when we do have kids is they're just so nice and friendly and funny and welcoming and just whoever wants to come to their house, like um, any of Sloan's friends, like they're just open arms, like basically second parents to these people. They, yeah, they just brought him in. And on his kind of side, he never wanted to have his dad know that he is close to Sloan because in his mind, he's like, you know, my dad, once he finds out that, I know someone or care about someone Um, he's going to destroy it or ruin it and just whatever way he could and you might be thinking like if you haven't read this book or aren't going to read this book like there's kind of going to be some spoilers um, but not at the very end when there's like a twist because there is a mystery and kind of crime drama that's happening during these books which keeps it really entertaining as well and so there are some twists at the end um, that I'm not going to reveal when you're kind of thinking like okay so his dad is abusive like hits his mom hits him like why don't they report it which is a very valid thought that I also thought but we find out that the chief of police um at the time because they were young it's not Nash right now because Nash currently is the um chief of police but this was when they were young it was Wiley Ogden um he was the dad like Lucian's dad's best friend and so he just like turned a blind eye to everything like the the drunk driving and like the abuse and everything like he just turned a blind eye and so that didn't help the situation either that's kind of how lucian grew up but also there's a moment we find out later in the book that um the reason why lucian and sloan hate each other now in like real life when they're adults because they just have hated each other um, ever since they like graduated call or graduated high school and we yeah we don't find out until we realize that um, Sloan called the cops or like tried to get evidence that his dad was like beating them and so she kind of like provoked him and he came after her she got it on like film um, but when that happened like I think she like I don't know if it was like that instance or Actually, I take that back. I think what happened, I'm trying to remember if these were two different set, like separate incidents. I think there was a time when she like 
she heard them yelling and it got really, really bad. So then she called the cops because she didn't know that the chief of police was was going to turn a blind eye. So the cops got there. And of course, the chief of police was like, oh, this is all Lucian. And so Lucian got arrested, um, I think, for like six days, it says. Um, and that's when he like turned 18. He, he missed his own high school graduation because of her, um, because she called it in and nobody believed Lucian. And so that's when she's like, okay, so if no one's going to believe us that this guy is like beating his family, that's when we need to get proof. And so that's when she kind of provoked the dad and he like punched her and then the guy got arrested and she like testified against him. And that's kind of where everything happened that Lucian was like, you ruined my life. Like I, I couldn't trust you. Like I still can't trust you. And it just like, just completely broke them apart when it comes back to real life. Cause it goes back and forth. There's like, it goes back and forth between when they were like 16 years old and nowadays. And also it's a dual point of view. Um, so we see Lucian's side and we see Sloan's side as well. And so throughout this whole book, there's so much tension that it's almost like real. it's like really, really frustrating because there's just so much hate and so much tension and so much like, non-movement of their romance that I was I was like oh (laughs) like I need something to move I need something um and so yeah he like doesn't he didn't trust her then and he he even says like you couldn't be trusted then and you certainly can't be trusted now so he still has kind of like that grudge against her during this time they also are trying to fight or find that Hugo what's his name Anthony Hugo he's the one that um tried to go after Nash he kidnapped Naomi like he's just that bad like drug guy that's kind of he's he's had his uh crime throughout all three books and so we kind of like know about that situation um so they're trying to figure out what he's doing because at the end of the second book we do know that like the former chief of police like he had his incident with Tate Dilton because he had like teamed up with Duncan Hugo, which is uh, the mobster's son. So like Anthony Hugo, his son to shoot Nash. And it was just kind of like this whole web of things that were happening. And so they thought that Wiley had like redeemed himself for killing another guy. But then he like comes into play later. And Lucian is also trying to help like Nash and Knox like protect their women and also protect Sloan, but not let it show that he is trying to protect her. And like at one point the library like gets burnt down and it's like really sad. It, it really is like very hurtful to Sloan. And of course this happens in this book and I don't understand. I love it, but I don't understand when these like characters are written this way, which, okay, I say I understand, but, and also I don't understand. Um, but it, it has the trope where he says, okay, in order for us to really get each other out of our systems and not be kind of like have this sexual tension, like we need to sleep together and we need to kiss. And I'm like, I love it, but I hate it so much because I'm like, that's not going to solve your problems. That's not going to solve it. So I guess when I say I don't understand, I really do understand because it secretly really is my favorite because it's movement. It's like, okay, now they're going to realize they can't be without each other. And I am definitely okay with that. 
So I take all that back. <laughs> I do understand it and I love it. Maybe I just needed to talk it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they kind of go through that push and pull of like, we hate each other, but we just are so like attracted to each other and the tension is there and it just, oh, it's about to burst. And then they like kiss and they make out and they sleep together. And then he becomes like obsessed with her and just becomes like way protective and almost to the point where it's like frustrating, but it's just like so, uh, I just love it. And you find out that Lucian really is like such a good guy and he paid for this like really expensive cancer treatment for her dad so that he could live longer and it just circles around and even though he had the worst like they were just so mean to each other he had like the worst like iciness but they just come together so beautifully and I loved their story like I have been waiting for their story since like book one like with their tension in that book I'm like please let them let there be a book about these two characters like I love them um and then yeah there is a twist at the end with Anthony Hugo that we don't see coming at all and um another little twist at the end with some other characters and we find out like who put Nash's name on that list um to be killed and it just it wraps up beautifully oh it's just so so good and I thought, like, this book is perfect for episode 99. Can you believe that we're at episode 99? I'm also about to hit my two-year mark. I am just, like, I'm out of my mind. Like, November 1st is technically when, well, I think I actually posted my episode early. It says I posted it on, like, October 26th um, or, like, 27th. But really, I said, like, the podcast started November 1st, which, yeah, it's just in a couple weeks. I'm about to hit episode 100. I'm about to do an interview uh, for with an author. Like, things are moving, and I'm so, so excited. Like, I love doing this podcast. I love being able to connect with y'all. I love, like, reading these books. I love talking about these books. I love just bringing everyone in because, yeah, like, a couple years ago, romance books used to be taboo to talk about. Like, nobody wanted to talk about it. People were embarrassed to talk about it, and now, like, the doors are wide open and I'm so glad that this can be a place for y'all to talk about romance books, hear about them if you don't have time to listen to them or just like if you don't like reading, this place is still like this podcast is still a place that you can listen and enjoy and still like partake in conversations about books. That's what's really great about it. Like I tried to bring enough details about these books that you can have these conversations with others, even if you haven't read them. So I am just overall so excited to have this podcast and, and still talk to you guys and still create these and just bring all these different books to light and talk about them and give these characters more. And I'm just, I'm really excited to keep going. So definitely follow along on all the social media, especially on like Instagram. I'm pretty active on there. It's just find me in a book podcast. Um, I should pop up there. I haven't been on threads very much. I kind of just forgot about that social media. And yeah, on YouTube, I start I started to record these episodes. And so you can see me and, and how, you know, how I am. 
um, and we can be more involved and definitely comment, definitely follow along, just whatever you can. Definitely rate and review on all the, wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, I'm just so excited to be here and talk about these books with you guys. So there are some really, really great things that are going to be happening and great things that have happened. So definitely follow along and I'm just grateful for everyone that has listened and I will talk to you next week on our 100th episode.